Hey, this is Jazz, Clayton, and Nia, and you're listening to the, the Conscious, Conscious Token Podcast. Podcast. This is only a test. <laughs> Happy hump day. Oh my gosh, I'm so what ready up? for this week to be over. Woo. What up, y'all? Me what too. up, y'all? Welcome to the Conscious Tokens, episode seven. We made episode it. We made it, y'all. Seven. Lucky seven. A lucky seven. We are we, we're coming along. I know. And lucky people are still seven. listening. What? This is amazing. Y'all like us like that? We love y'all too. I love it. All love. We love y'all. I'm going to start quizzing some of my friends, so get ready. If I ask you, what did we talk about (laughs) on the episode? (laughs) Because I'm just saying, I need to make sure y'all are really listening. And not just, you know, going through the episode. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we might have to. Who knows? Maybe in the future, once we start getting some some sponsorships dollars coming in, we might need to do like a raffle. You know, if you leave a comment, like, subscribe. And we'll just pick a random name at, you know, a listener. You know, those of you that have been faithful uh, to the pod, you know, we definitely appreciate y'all. So we, maybe, maybe we need to do something in the future. What y'all think? Yeah, I yes. like that. I like I that. Think so. Yeah, yeah. Look at yeah. us, always thinking about our listeners. Trying to think about everyone else. Exactly. We love them. All love. We love yeah, them. But definitely appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode. So, you know, as y'all know, we like to start off with the pull up. So, How's your week been? How, how's, how's everything been going? You know, personally, professionally, <laughs> spiritually, how, how y'all been doing? I'm going to go because this week has tested everything in me. Yesterday was the first of the month and I had so much homework due. And we're not going to talk about the fact that, yes, I could have done this on the day I could have done this like weeks prior. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the (laughs) fact that I literally was doing homework for hours, hours. And I don't mean like, you know, just one or two hours. No, I mean, like literally it felt like the entire day I was doing homework and it had me two seconds away from being like, why am I still in school? Um, But the good thing is, is that I decided to drop my third class. So that was literally the last thing that I needed to do. I am on vacation for a month now. I am praying that I get my strength back. And I remember that I'm in this for a good reason because it tried me. It tried me yesterday. And then the other reason that it tried me was because I had a group mate who completely dropped the ball, like literally did nothing. Oh. I don't like that. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. That for you. That's that's the worst. I hate being yeah, yeah, in the group like that. Right, and it lifts like yeah, it had me in my feelings because I just felt like I wouldn't do that to anybody, and so I was coming up with everything by myself. And it wasn't my finest work that I turned in, but it was turned in before midnight. So. We just want to pray on that. Hope that my GPA maintains what it is. And um, yeah, so, so happy that we are now in Wednesday and school is officially on break for me. Nah, that's love. Yes. That's love. Love that. Let's uh, let's clap it up for that. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. 
because that's a that's a struggle that is a whole struggle so like when the when the evaluations come out like at the end of the class and you got to grade your group mates or teammates whatever you want to call it do you keep it a bean like do you let them know like hey it is what it is or do you be like ah everyone did like you know this was the first time (laughs) that i was like nope i strongly disagree they did not do anything because it actually asked on our evaluation what projects did you do solely by yourself and so i was like everything and then when it asked like was this person did they do everything did they show up to meetings were they responsive did they do this this was the first time where i was like nah son i'm i'm gonna keep it 100 like nah (laughs) so we'll see i I hate being that person, but at the same time, yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. no, it is what it is. I mean, you, yeah, you're people can't take now. advantage, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, grown. Period. I'm sorry. Like, Be undergrad, grown. all right. I, I get it, you know, but grad school, eh, you know, but you a whole, you know, in a doctorate program. Like, no, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, they not, they not getting that off of you. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. Cause nice. definitely, because when I turned it in, I knew it wasn't my best work. And so I felt like I need you to understand why this isn't my best work because I was anticipating having a partner to complete this, but then I didn't. So it was just me. Mm-hmm. And so mm. this is where we're at and this is how it turned out. So, you know, please give me my A and, and we can <laughs> calm down. So that's it. Well, we'll keep that. Okay. Moving, somebody we'll else. For, for me. Yeah. For me. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I mean, shout out to you know people that that have been checking on me, and you know, I appreciate y'all. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been going through a lot. Like, tired. Like, I need a break. I need a. I just had a vacation, and I need another, another vacation. Um, y'all know how it is. The week coming back from vacation, emails crazy. Um, then I had to do a lot of stuff that, um, you know, I didn't really like kind of plan for. So kind of did that. Um, and yeah, I just took this weekend to really like relax and just do me (laughs) like with Mm -hmm. doing nothing. Like I did clean up the house a little bit, but I just enjoyed the silence. So sometimes, I mean, it's definitely needed. So I'm glad Are you were able. Oh, when I did get some crabs. So, mm-hmm. so what's the? So what's? This is what I need to know. Maybe this is a whole other episode. I don't know. We could dive into that. Coming from Philly, like I doing whole crabs and everything. That wasn't. That wasn't like the move. Like, just I want to get straight <laughs> to the point. Give me some crab legs. You know what I mean? I think and, that's and, guys. And, and go from there. I think that's guys. It takes too long. I know it's a social thing. It's almost like, yeah. you know, if you go to a cigar bar or go do hookah, do whatever you do in a social setting, like I get cracking whole crabs and that whole, I don't got time for that. I just want to get straight <laughs> to the crab meat. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. I Give mean, me some, yeah. some nice butter, some Old Bay. I'm good. But so... I'm just giving you my background, but when it comes to crabs, like where do you where do you go? Like, is there a certain spot that you go to? Is it like a hole in the wall? Like that got the best spot? Because I need to find that. So I do like Conrad's, really? but I okay. like them for their like 
jumbo extra large crabs. Um, yeah, I, I can't do the baby crabs. I can't. So how much does, because it's been a while since I had crabs, because I was mm-hmm. like, I, I was dating someone who was allergic to crabs. And so, you know, being the person that I am, I I gave up my my love Ooh. for crabs for oh, a little man. bit. That's love. Um, That's love. I know, right? That. <laughs> but now that I can have my crabs. Ooh, okay. So, but how much is a bushel of extra large crabs? Or are you buying a whole bushel? Because I feel like no, that's going to be a whole, a whole bushel. bushel? No, I, a no. bushel okay. is a lot. you paying two, $300 or something like that for a whole so, year. Okay. So, so how many are you buying and how much is that costing? So, okay. So I'll go, I'll go back. I'll go. So what I, okay. Why I love Chromerads. This is kind of, I guess it will kind of tie it together. Is because they do like daily specials. So mm-hmm. they had, um, if they have, I guess if they have a lot of a large, I'm not sure how they decide which ones to go on special, but it was buy a dozen, get a half a dozen free. So for a dozen of large males, it was $94. So then you'll get an extra six. But then for the females, it was the large slash slash extra large for 74. So, and it had the same special. But what I'll say is I did look up, there's another spot uh, in Laurel that, I mean, and and it's kind of, so it's kind of close to you. It's called Casey's. Mm -hmm. They are expensive. Like their crabs are really good. Um, But when I went to check the other day, I was like, it's no way I'm paying two hundred dollars for a half, like a, a, I know, a dozen of crabs. Mm-hmm. Two, two, what for a dozen? Yeah, it was like one seventy, like one ninety, one seventy, one ninety. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, what? Because I don't like the mediums. I don't. I I have to have like nah, large, a medium extra is large. basically like you playing around with it. Yeah. Like... Yeah. yeah see, I'm not doing nah. that. Mm-mm. Nope. See, just give me the legs. Just, just give me the legs. That's that's all I need. See, now that's nah, another thing too. No, but it's something too. about the cracking of the crab, and then like See, you get social. the juices in it. Like it's like yeah, it, I like females, need, but I like it. males too. So the males have more meat in them, and the females yeah. have like more. I guess like the juice, and I mean I, I know what I know they call it. You know what they call the it. Mustard. Say it. The yeah, mustard. The mustard. <laughs> we know what it is. But um, but yeah, I don't I don't do the bushels. The bushels is like more so for like an actual event, and that's gonna okay. probably cost you like about three hundred dollars, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jazz okay. talking about bushels. I'm like bushels. I mean, yeah, it's because it's been so long since I've had crabs. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Like. But now that I do, I'm gonna come up to Conrad's and then I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some crabs. Mm. I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, I I, I like them. Uh, no complaints. Uh, they have we. I have like hired them for events because they will steam on site as well. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. See, shout out to like, Conrad's. Shout out to Conrad's. Shout out to Conrad's. However, we gotta we gotta see if it's there, if there's a black owned seafood spot around the area. Just saying. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. We yes. do need to. Conrad's cases, I've heard of them. Obviously, I actually I used to used to live right down the street from Conrad's in uh in Parkville out there, you know, right mm-hmm. off of Java Road. So that was yeah. 
That was that was. It's, and it's I like a good the Conrads and Bel Air better. I don't know why. Mm. I like the Conrads and Bel Air better. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And again, that's a drive. But I mean, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll 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 do some research. If y'all if listeners out there, if y'all know any black owned seafood spots that we should uh we should venture out towards, then definitely let us know. Yeah, let us know. I mean, yeah. y'all are giving us feedback, so continue with it. So mm-hmm. speaking yes. of feedback, um, we did a poll oh, wait, we last didn't week. Know. Oh, we, Clayton has to pull up. I gotta pull up. Oh, I'm so sorry. Bad, I didn't even bad. let you pull up. My bad. It's all it's all good. You worry, see, you talking about them crabs and stuff. See, that's why you just need the crab legs. No, you don't know what the hell you, you eating with the whole crab. You up crabs. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all right. No. My week was good. Nothing nothing crazy. Not, you know, spent time with the family per usual. Uh I did, we did go we did some tourist some real Baltimore tourist type stuff this weekend. We went down to the Inner Harbor. Um got on the dragon boat and it was it was a nice day too, but until you get out on that oh, water. Really? The little dragon yeah. boat, little pedal little pedal thing or whatever. So, we get in the boat. At first Harper didn't want to get in there, right? She was like, "No, I'm good. You know, I I'm cool. <laughs> like I wanted to be on land and stuff like that." So, we get in the boat. Then she's Harper like, "Oh, knows. I want to steer. Like I want to steer now." So, she's trying to steer it. But then the pirate, the uh, the pirate cruise thing that, that happens uh, around the harbor, that came. So she thought it was like a real pirate ship. And she was like, all right, matey, like saying that. <laughs> and then it shot the cannons. <laughs> but then the boat saw us. And we was like close to like the border of the dragon, like where you're not supposed to uh, pedal out towards. We was close. So the pirate ship came close to whatever. And I was like, oh, Harper, we got to turn around. We got to turn around. So I'm all pedaling. In the in the dragon boat and everything, I'm trying to you know go fast or whatever. And she and I'm playing at the same time, but Harper thought I was serious. She's like, "Daddy, no, 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 it's coming! The pirate ship is coming!" <laughs> I said, "Oh man!" So she so she was done. She was over. She was like, "No, nah, we, I'm I'm over. Like I want to I want to go back over there now." She to the dock. Yo, but that that little dragon boat, that thing takes it, it, it take a lot of energy out of you. It was a, it was a nice little workout. workout. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah, it is. To, yeah, listen. I need to spend some more time on my little spin bike over there because uh, <laughs> I could tell, I could tell, I ain't been spending a minute. Cause oh man, I was done after that. But afterwards, we did go to this um this black owned plant based ice cream spot called uh Kaju Creamery, and it was it was cool. They got like a Jamaican rum raisin uh mm. ice cream um i had the blueberry cheesecake which is popping so Ooh. yeah when you when you hear plant-based though like a lot of people they're like Ugh. like it it tastes just like regular ice cream it was it was love was so we it, did that. yeah it was a cashew milk or what type of it was cashew and they had oak? some of those coconut like mm. co- yeah coconut milk if i'm not mistaken but it okay. was yeah as a matter of fact yeah i'll um i'll be sure to to pull it up but i, I want to say it was cashew and coconut is what they use. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but it was good. But definitely, if you're in the uh, what was it like? I think Charles, no, not Charles Village, around Pigtown, around that area, it's it's a good spot mm-hmm. to uh, check out in Baltimore. Those of you that are in the Baltimore, DC, Maryland, DMV area, I don't want to say the incorrect thing. So, yes, in that yeah, area, I will say you just said you just said Baltimore <laughs> and then DMV. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> It's in Baltimore, but well, you know, we're gonna let that slide. My bad. My bad. We're gonna let it slide. All right. It's okay. It's okay. You can have that. <laughs> Just to let everybody know, Clayton was starting with me before we even started recording this episode. Oh, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. So no, no. all love. All love. It's Brother, all love. love. I cut him off on purpose earlier. No, I'm just kidding. I really did. <laughs> 
totally forgot. I was like, ooh, this is a perfect transition. Let's go. <laughs> forgot he didn't even get to say his highest week was. But I'm glad. I'm glad she had a good time. And I do know that you ran into one of the HBCU shops down at the harbor. Uh, yeah. They did start. Yeah, it was there for all, what's that week called? What's that week? Um, was it the CIAA? CIAA, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a pop-up shop originally there, and they were there for like a short amount of time. Um, that was around the time that Coppin' Homecoming was. So I did go down and pick up some items for Homecoming. Didn't even wear it. Um, but I do have a lot of their stuff because I actually changed my outfit, so that's why I didn't wear it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have like maybe like two or three sweatshirts from them waiting on that jean jacket to drop. So once that jean jacket drops, then, you know, I'll have a a nice little collection. Um, but yeah, shout out to them. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I, um, I wasn't able to check out the store. Honestly, not not even check it out. I didn't want to go in there yet because I already spent the, I already spent a bunch of money. So I wasn't trying to go in there and spend some more. But uh, I I do want to check that out. They had like exclusive. Yeah, it's not like stuff Mm -hmm. you would get in the school store. It was like some, Mm -hmm. you know, luxury. They had the license. Yeah, they had the license to um to to do that. So I remember it was a while ago. I talked to some guy. He was saying he had the license to do it. But they also have the license for like city poly. Western, um, I think that might be the three. But you know, and if yeah. you're from Baltimore, you know, like they when people ask you what school did you go to, they're typically asking you like what high school did you go to, mm-hmm. and it's either City Poly or Western. Yeah, so, Co- collegiate. Yeah. Co- yeah, collegiate Lux is the name of it. Yes, that is the name. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So now I'm going to go ahead and slide on to the listener feedback. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, we did a poll last week and the poll was, do you negotiate your salary? So 67% said, of course, and 33% said sometimes. So the good thing is there were no, there was no, like no one said no. So shout out to y'all because at least it seems like, yes, we're doing it every time. Or we're just really filling out, right? Like we're kind of maybe we have to fill fill out. Okay, is this a is you know is this a job where they upfront f you know in the beginning with okay you might not be able to get the money right now, but later you can. So is that why you didn't negotiate? Um, but the fact that it's always on your minds, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, that's love. That's definitely important. So make sure y'all just keep that in the back of your mind. <laughs> negotiate <laughs> <laughs> always always be negotiating so just so, to, just the transition right talking about you know negotiating and giving feedback especially knowing your worth i just want to say for per my last email when these companies always ask for employee feedback whether it's like your direct leaders or, you know, there's there, everyone wants to launch a different initiative with the account, with the company, there's always hundreds of different initiatives going on and you offer your feedback. Like you take time out of your regular day-to-day responsibilities to offer that feedback and then it doesn't go anywhere. Like go kick rocks. That's all I got to say. Like kick, kick rocks barefoot. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Jump off. <laughs> Jump off a jump off a bridge with no parachute. Do whatever you got to do because, like, why? Why? Why are we spending time 
asking employees for feedback and you're not implementing anything, you know, not to, you know, I don't want to give direct examples, but, but seriously, or if they do implement it, you don't get the credit. Ooh, not oh, that one. Yeah. Now okay, that not, not, not the kick rocks barefoot. We're not doing that. Okay. All right. Now, no, no, see, no. Okay. You can do it. No, no yeah. you can do it. But for that one, when they take your when they take your ideas and implement it, and then don't give you credit for it, or give someone else credit for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now that right there, that is a kick rocks barefoot type situation, <laughs> because that is what has people ready to quit. Because how dare you take my ideas, my thoughts, and not give me credit for it? Or mm-hmm. assign it to someone else, or say that it was a team effort because it was the team shooting in the gym mm. when I came up with those ideas? No, it wasn't. Mm. Man. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. That would get me going. Wow. Yes. I love it. I love it. But <laughs> you were with me shooting in the gym. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Shout out to Kobe, man. Rest in peace to the Black Mamba. Seriously, man. Seriously. Yo. Oh, man. For real. I just had to throw that out there, man. This, you know, I, I did get some credit recently for something that I did, and it was love, you know. But, I mean, it's not like, I feel like we don't ask, like, we don't want to, most people don't want, like, the public recognition. But if it's something yeah, that's, I like, don't. really solid, like, you know, John Smith over there, you know, damn well, you ain't, this wasn't your idea. Like, we was talking at the water mm-hmm. cooler. You heard some shit that I had to say, and then you passed it along to the. Listen, mm-hmm. make sure y'all get y'all y'all recognition. You know your your credit where credit's due. That's all I gotta say. I stopped I stopped caring about like getting recognition or whatever because no matter how hard I worked, it seemed like it just wasn't happening. So I'm like, I really don't care no more. <laughs> like I'm just not even gonna I, like I'll do my my job. But y'all don't have to y'all don't have to tell me nothing. Like it, mm-hmm. yes, it's nice to to hear it. But I don't do it to get the recognition because I know it's not, it's not going to happen. I don't think I do it for the recognition. I do it because I because I, I enjoy working for the mm-hmm. most part um, until I stop working and then I'll enjoy that even more. Um, but I, I think what bothers me about it is when everyone in the room knows that you did it, but yet, like, now that we're in front of people, we're not willing to say it. And mm-hmm. it's a type of erasure. Oh, it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like a type of you not seeing me mm-hmm. or whitewashing it because that's what happens a lot of times. It's like, let's put a white face on this and say that they came up with it. And it's like, but mm-hmm. no, they didn't. So for me, I it drives me up a wall. But then I think what frustrates me even more so is when behind closed doors you're saying oh but we know this was your idea we really want to thank you for it but then when it's time to put it out there in front of the entire company you're like oh who are you no this wasn't yours Mm -hmm. i'm like let us not forget okay (laughs) let us not forget okay exactly exactly so that was it that's the per my per my last email just had to throw that out there well all right, y'all ready? Clayton, you ready? I think so. I think so. All right, let's let let's go ahead and drop it for him. All right, so the word of the day is bull. B U L, 
which is how I spell it, and most people in our generation spell it. Some people spell it B-O-U-L, but bull is a Philly term that's basically the equivalent of saying boy. So instead of, we don't say young boy, we don't say hey boy, you know, we say like, you know, yo bull, like B-U-L. So to use it in the sentence, this young boy tried me at the store today, or I ran into bull stand, into the bull stand at the movies last night. So bull. You say it, you say it just like the animal, B-U-L-L, bull. But, you know, we just got our own twist to it. So you may have heard me say it in previous episodes. That's just my Philly, you know, side coming out. And, um, yeah, bull. That's it. Thank you. I appreciate this. <laughs> I'm learning so much. I'm probably, I'm, I probably won't ever say it because... <laughs> I'll never say it. I don't know how to say no. it. Bull. Bull. Say it. Bull. 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 bull, just like, just like, yeah, just like bull, bull. I'm not, bull. I'm not bull. saying it. Bull. <laughs> Stop, Jess. Stop, Jess. <laughs> what? Bull, bull, bull. 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 I, I feel like I have to like fix my bull. There we go. Wait, but how do you say bull? Bull. Yeah, got the animal. Animal. Like animal. A bull. <laughs> I say it the same way. It's hard for me. I'm sorry. The same way. Bull. <laughs> Chicago Bulls. Bull. Yeah, Chicago Bull. Now nah, because it's a, there's an S on the end. Okay, Chicago so say bull. Chicago Young Bulls. Bulls. Chicago yeah. Bulls. 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 It's the, sa- it's the same way. You draw it out. Why am I drawing That's, out Philly Philly stuff? Saying, I brought this up specifically for you today. I figured I wasn't Here sure if go. it was going to be a little twist to it. <laughs> You know, but it's all good. Bull. You got it. Yeah, bull. I said bull. bull. Okay. All right, bull. Young I got I'm it. That's, it. That's there we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. <laughs> this young bull tried me. I feel like, see, young bull. Like, I feel like I'm, like I'm going up a hill. Bull. Like, young bull. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I'm, <laughs> like I'm getting too hype. Like, I just need for it to get out. I feel like it's oh, man. you got it. It's it's coming out slow. That's how I feel. You got it. Like it's fine. <laughs> so I need to I need to get me a I need to get me a uh there's a there's a black owned brand. I gotta find it. I think it's called For the John For the Johns or something like that. And it's a, a black owned oh, clothing yes, company. I did see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it had Instagram. like shirts and hoodies and it said like they had, you know, that the schools are in the area, Drexel Bowl, Temple Bowl. Like, I want to get a Temple yeah. Bowl one just because, you know. Well, obviously, I want the Temple, but, you know, I had to put that out there, too. So, yeah. So, it's out there. Bull. That's it. Okay. Word of the day. <laughs> okay. The Temple right. Bowl. The Morgan Bowl. I feel like Yo, I'm saying let me find. Let me, let me find that. They don't even have that one, probably. Oh, Morgan Bowl. Absolutely. He probably got Morgan Dummy. Morgan Dummy. <laughs> We need that. <laughs> they gonna be like, what? I the, like I went the Morgan dummy. Like, what? <laughs> oh man, that might did be it. See, we might need um, to. Did I see the video with um, OJ Beck? What's that his name? Yes. Oh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. <laughs> what, o- what? Yeah. OBJ. What did I say? Okay. OBJ. To... Okay. I don't know. I tried to mix him with the soccer player. 
Okay, let me get myself together. I always laugh. Okay, I'm serious. I'm so serious right now, guys. Um, they asked him to say it. Um, what up, dummy? And he was like, what up, dummy? <laughs> I was like, he did it so good. So I'm so proud of you. Welcome to Baltimore. There you go. <laughs> okay, I'm serious again. I'm going to stop laughing one day. I promise. No, don't do that. <sighs> Laughter is good for the soul. It is. That's why I laugh so much because I be stressed. <laughs> mm. I need to laugh this out. Laugh this stress out. All right. Well, I'm not going to laugh about this situation because this situation is serious. Um, yes. For the culture. So, for the culture. Yeah. Yes. You go ahead and take that jazz. <laughs> oh, because, you know, this is near and dear to me in the science world, health equity. We have finally gotten justice and... I'll be careful in saying justice, but we have gotten a, a drop in the bucket. Um, so Henrietta Lex, her family has settled with a biotech company that used her cells. And we are taking information from the New York Times, as well as some just information that I have, um, because I've researched this quite a bit. But for all of you who may not know, Henrietta Lex was a Black mother of five who was diagnosed with an aggressive form of cervical cancer in 1951. At that time, Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore took a sample of her cells without her knowledge or consent. Dr. George Gay had an agreement with Johns Hopkins Hospital where he normally received cervical tissue samples to perform his research. To his surprise, when he was examining Henrietta's cells, they continued to survive and reproduce, gaining them the moniker of the immortal cells. These cells would later become known as HeLa cells and underpin advancements in modern medicine due to their ease of transfer, reproduction, and resilience. HeLa cells are still used today and were used as recently as in the COVID-19 research. So on Tuesday, which would have been Miss Henrietta Lacks's 103rd birthday, some of her descendants gathered at a news conference after reaching a settlement with a biotechnology company that they accused in a lawsuit of profiting from her cells. The family's lawsuit, which was filed in the district court in Maryland in October of 2021, accused Thermo Fisher Scientific of selling the cells and trying to secure intellectual property rights on the product of the cells that had helped develop without compensating the family or seeking their permission or approval. So the terms of the settlement are confidential. Doesn't matter to me because honestly, they'll probably never have gotten the amount of money that they deserve. But everyone is happy for right now, and we are happy. We are celebrating that there is finally some a, a drop in the bucket, some justice for Henrietta Lacks and herself. Yeah, absolutely. Nah, Hearing this love. story, I was like, what? So yeah, that's, that's shout love. out to that. Definitely love. Yeah, just, so, just knowing, knowing Jazz, your background health equity jazz of course and you know you brought this to our attention years ago you know just just what uh miss mrs lax went through but just looking at the case itself so was hopkins also a part of the case because it was doctors at hopkins that took the cells initially but then thermo fisher so because it's been so long the cells are Yes, they originated from Hopkins Research, but the cells have been used now by other different companies because they just essentially will buy them, sell them, buy them, sell them, and they go on and on and on. 
And so that's why the family was like, okay, the ones that the last lineage that's been used with Thermo Fisher scientific, right? Like they have been the ones that have been profiting and making the most money when honestly, no one should be profiting off the cells unless it's the family because like these cells have been used for so long now at this point, who's, why are you trying to make money off of them? Just use right. them for the research and be done. Mm -hmm. Make the money off of whatever you dis whatever you discover in the research or whatever you potentially, you know, vaccine or something that you come up with. But mm -hmm. the cells themselves, like at, at this point, because they have been used for so long, it should be like common law property. But so I, I would, you know, I would love to know how much money they got, but I'm just happy that they got something. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. But to to uh, segue a little bit, so something else. Obviously, this is our first episode that we're uh, recording in August, in the month of August, and August is National Black Business Month. So definitely, whoop, whoop. be sure to support your local black businesses. Um, according to America Two Fifty. Uh, black National Black Business Month is a time to recognize and support Black-owned businesses and entrepreneurs across the country. So this celebration was created in 2004, so 19 years ago. Uh, and, you know, thanks to John William Templeton and engineer Frederick E. Jordan partnering to advance policies to support over 2.6 million African-American businesses so, you know, kudos to them for bringing that uh, awareness to black businesses. And, um, you know, we, we need to do a, a better job of supporting black owned business. You know, the the average uh, time or life of a black business is like less than two years, you know, according to like a McKinsey, a recent McKinsey study I read. But uh, and then uh, some more numbers to throw out there, you know, to you. Uh, a Nielsen study said that there are 43 million Blacks in the U.S. and our spending power is $1.1 trillion. So the Black dollar is, is very powerful. So just imagine, yeah. you know, what we could do, um, you know, if we supported these Black businesses and just, just you know, kept the Black dollar, you know, in the community. So uh, apparently, and we all have heard this in some way, shape or form. But there is a, I'm not going to call it a myth, but there have been some studies done where uh, TV journalist Roland Martin says that the black dollars lifespan in the black community is six hours compared to the Asian community, which is 28 days and uh, within the Jewish community, which is 19 days. So within six hours, the money that we typically earn whether it's, you know, through our nine to fives or side hustles, whatever we got going on, it's out the door that same day. So uh, if there's a way to continue uh, circulating that dollar within the community, who knows what that'll do long term, you know, for us. So definitely uh, support your local black owned business and uh, ways that you others can support out there is um, the National Museum of African American History and Culture. You know, they fully support uh, you know, black owned businesses. Follow the hashtag uh Black Black Business Month 
And uh, there are other organizations as well, you know, that if you want to learn more about black owned businesses or minority owned businesses, uh, you can visit those websites. So we'll be sure to link them uh, within the, the, uh, the podcast notes for this episode. So shop and black if you owned, have, yeah, shop, shop black owned. If y'all have businesses that y'all want us to promote, tap in. Like, yes. come on, let us know. We got health equity jazz over here. Mm. I got some type of bits of charms. I don't know, but I got some charms. <laughs> but, yeah, you got some I mean, charms. Where my charms saying, at? Hold on. Where my, where my where, crops come at? Come on, where your charms at? They're upstairs. Like, my fault. I mean, my fault. Let's 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 link up. Let's let's support each other, and um, you know, take this take this to the next level. So, all right, y'all, we're gonna go ahead and transition to the Earth is ghetto. Okay, the Earth is ghetto. Um, so there was a deadly stabbing of a gay man at a new um a new york city gas station which is currently being investigated as a potential hate crime uh according to abc news o'shea sibley was stabbed in his torso on saturday july 29th um a little after 11 p.m in a video posted on facebook sibley's friend um otis was um said that he and Sibley were among a group of friends that were voguing and dancing at a gas station while pumping gas when they were confronted by another group the group hurled from um hurled from homophobic slurs at Sibley's group um according to Otis so they murdered him because he was gay because he stood up for his friends um is what Otis said as well as that Sibley was a beacon of light uh he also continued to say that he was just saying we may be gay and we're listening, we were just listening to our music, but there's no hate, it's all love. When you stabbed him, you stabbed my brother. Um, so, um, you know, condolences to the family and, you know, just, uh, it's actually kind of sad how, you know, a group, you know, are, they're just being themselves, having a good time, listening to music, you know, just at the gas station, uh, again, living life, having a good time, and this incident occurred. So, um, you know, definitely want to send, uh, prayers to the family as well as friends. And, um, yeah, um, I don't know the right words to say. I'm clearly, I'm, I'm lost for words. So rest in peace to this beautiful soul. Um, and I'm sorry that this had to happen. Um, unfortunately we have people that take their emotions and their anger out. So for no reason, like mind your business. I'm sure they weren't doing anything to hurt you. Um, so, yeah. That's where I stand on this one. Yeah, this one. Um, it's it's just sad because you would think that New York, is, I mean, this is not like they were in Missouri or a state mm -hmm. that I would even kind of think, oh, well, maybe it's not common. But New York City, it's common for people to be voguing. It's common for, I mean, that's where it started, voguing and everything like that. So I, I'm glad that they're investigating it as a hate crime um, because I think there are too many times when crimes happen and we know that they're predicated on hate but they're like, oh, there's not enough evidence or, oh, we're not sure or, it, you know, whatever. So 
I'm glad that this is getting the um, recognition as a potential hate crime. And I just hope that they're able to come to some type of um, resolution with this. I know that there's never justice for people who are murdered, um, especially for reasons of just being who they are, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's sad. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what hurts the most. Yeah, I mean, to take anyone's life in general is wrong, but to take someone's life because they were having fun? Yeah, that's what You know, hurts. like, they were dancing, like, that's crazy, you know? Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say to this. I mean, I... That's why I, I was stuck. If, I'm like, I can't get this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I am glad that it, it is being um, looked at as a hate crime, because, I mean... It almost reminds me of uh, there was another incident in New York, if I'm not mistaken, on on the uh, subway on the train. Yes, where wasn't uh it was a, a homeless man or something like that mm -hmm. that who was also oh, gay, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. and got choked out by like an ex marine or something, and for no reason, like just doing what what you know what they usually do is just. You know, singing and, and and dancing and things like that. Yeah, it's crazy. You can't you can't be yourself out here. It's yeah. it's, it's wild. So, you know, definitely. Um, you know, prayers to the uh, O'Shea's family, to the Sibley family. You know, for this, and I hope they get some type of justice. You know, it's wild. And hopefully, this also continues that conversation on you know just hate in general to to different groups, but especially the. LGBTQIA plus, you know, community. I mean, it's that that is that is wild. That's wild. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I don't even want to transition. Dang, it's kind of hard to like. Yeah, I know. See, yeah, I got the, yeah. I got the, yeah. the, the tough no, but topic. You know what? So, so I, no, I think we can. I, let me let me see if I can pull it together. So you know, just our, our topic of the week is code switching, and you know, especially in the black community, you know, trying to code switch. But um, you know, not speaking from personal experience, but you know, from the LGBTQ community, they've had to code switch for years. That's you know, true. like not being mm -hmm. able to be themselves in certain uh, environments to their families, to their friends. And to see something like that happen with O'Shea uh, is is horrendous. But, you know, who knows just from the, you know, uh, O'Shea's backstory, you know, the, the things that they had to go through when it comes to just being comfortable in certain environments. And it, it looks like, you know, they were a part of a dance studio. So O'Shea must must have been able to be you know be themselves you know what i mean just just from that perspective mm -hmm. but code switching is real and um you know according to britannica uh code switching is the process of shifting from one linguistic code to another depending on the social context or conversational setting so in the black community i mean you know code switching you, you code switch in different environments you know corporate america uh we've done this for years i feel like you know the, amongst us, you know, uh, the amongst our group, we've done it. We probably still do it to a certain extent. I, I feel like there's more awareness to it, 
and us being more comfortable being like quote unquote bringing our whole selves i feel like we still won't ever bring our whole selves to work um just because of the environments that we operate in uh but you know i just wanted to to definitely bring this up because it's um it's kind of like hit or miss it, some people feel like they can be themselves but then they may not see themselves uh growing within their um within their organization maybe because they are like too authentic but you know i just wanted to bring this up to to see if you know just how you both feel about cold switching do you feel like you have the cold switch uh and then the other thing too i'm i'm thinking about within your immediate families i know with my family like i can i am who i am you know with my family but you know with the in-laws it's like i kind of tone it down a little bit i'm not like you know full philly bull type mode you know but uh you know i, I was i was looking into that and it's like yeah you man i didn't even think of that I, you do kind of switch like cold switch or maybe if you go to grandma's yeah. house you may you may cold switch at grandma's house you know the grandparents house. i think Please. i cold switch Thank i definitely you. cold switch at my grandma's house <laughs> you know so I, so yeah so i just wanted to bring that up just to see your, your thoughts just from at least from a from a professional standpoint you know how y'all feel about cold switching is it do we still need to do it do we not to you know not need to do it anymore? Like, what, what are your thoughts? It's so, tough. Go ahead, Jess. <laughs> I do it at work because I don't want to sit there and explain everything, and mm. it it really becomes it's just frustrating when you're sitting there having to explain every little thing because they're not used to it or they don't understand or that's not that's not what they do when they go home, right? We there are so many ways that we speak and so many mannerisms that we have that is just between us and community. And mm-hmm. it, I almost, I'm like, yes, let's keep it there. We don't need them to understand everything. Cause then they take it, they bastardize it. And then it becomes, it's not even cool anymore. Right. Yeah. Like or how many words explain, have we lost? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't have time to sit here and explain how long it took to get my hair done. <laughs> like, Right. Like, I don't, I just don't want to do that. But I told, even though I have been better with being, I wouldn't say I 100% code switch when I go to work. I am probably at a like 60, 40 or something like that. But I was meeting with one of my um, vice presidents and I was saying that I was talking about code switching and the impact that it has. Because there is some mental health impact to us code switching um, and to not being able to be our authentic selves. And y'all, he was like really hurt in his soul when I told him that I code switch in front of him. And he's white and he, he really just did not understand. He was like, but we're friends. Like, why do you feel the need to code switch in front of me? And I was like, well, I mean, because you're not in my community. Like, you're not, I, I would have to explain things to you as well. Mm-hmm. And I would have to, and also, I mean, the way that I speak sometimes, I curse like a sailor for the most part. And I, you know, I have to take that out when I'm in front of certain people. So at that point, it's just like, I don't want you to look at me differently because you're like, oh, who is this person who is talking in front of me and saying all these words? 
she's supposed to be, you know, a doctoral student. And I think that there's sometimes this element of education that comes in where people feel like once, if we were to speak how we normally speak in front of our friends, family, and whoever, that they might think you're not as intelligent. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to deal with that in my workplace. Like with y'all, y'all know I can say whatever and you're not going to question, you know, the degrees on the wall. You're like, that's just her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, nah, I feel you. I agree 1000%. I can't even add anything else to that. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel exactly the same way that Jazz feels on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think, I think when, when I first started in like my corporate America journey and I told y'all I went baby face and then had no facial hair. And that was like a, that was a, like, I'm good. Like I'm never doing that again. Um, still, still waiting haven't on done that, that picture, by the way, guys, still it's right. It's right still on my IG. On it's, it's right. On, yeah. It's right on the gram. It's right on the gram. So I'll, I'll be sure to, I'll be oh, sure to send it. I'll be sure to send it. I'll be, yeah, I'll be, yeah, yeah, please do. It's in there. It's probably like, what was that? Uh, 2014. So it was, you got to go back. You definitely got to go back. But in terms of, you know, just, just code switching, like I, I did do that to at least get, and, and you know what? Was it really code switching? I guess there's, there's different layers. You know what I mean? To code switching. If that's even, even a thing, right? Like, did I No, fully, I think there are. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was like maybe you peel it, you tone it back a little bit. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, they always ask the question, oh, like, what what do you listen to? Or, you know, uh, what concerts, what type of music do you listen? I feel like the type of music you listen to really puts out there, like, essentially who you may be, depending on the type of music. But, um, yeah, yeah, I would definitely just say that it was it was a subtle version of uh code switching like i wouldn't use certain words or certain phrases you wouldn't hear my philly um philly uh voice i guess you could say my philly accent you know I, instead of saying w- uh, water like you would hear me say like try to pro- enunciate a little bit more but um yeah i think early oh, on but once that's i got word my they always gonna get is water yeah oh yeah but <laughs> once i got my foot word. in the door in in corporate america <laughs> it was like yeah y'all y'all got this like it, it, it is what it is um, but yeah, y'all really still going Wait, through. You y'all got going me scrolling through. for dead life. I'm, 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 I'm scrolling. Okay. But no, but you still, but you still have something. That you wasn't still, it. I'm in 2014. No, clearly that's more. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more. A little bit further. It's a little bit further. It's probably like right after that. It's probably right I'm after that. little goatee. Oh wait, hold on. What? <laughs> February 28th, 2014. That's it. That's it. That's it. Baby baby face clay, never again. What? (laughs) Y'all, I'm screen... Hold on. I'm taking... I'm screenshotting this. This is going up onto the Conscious Token story tomorrow morning. Don't do him like that. Listen, it was going to go up regardless. It was going to go up regardless. (laughs) Listen, never again. My face, you, you see the date on there, right? That was February yeah. 2014. February 28th. Cold as shit. Cold as shit, February. Cold air smack my face. My, my, oh, man. Listen, face. my face was cold as. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, 
So yeah, uh, I mean, we, you know, co- you yeah, cool. You ain't post for another like few months after that. Oh yeah, no, I had right, to. I had to. We're back in. I had to at least get the stubble. <laughs> I had to get the stubble back. But um. Oh yeah, I man. Am weak. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 definitely real. And, and to your point with the, <laughs> so can't, we can't even go on y'all. Really... Whoa, well, you shouldn't have said it was on your Instagram. <laughs> hey, right. listen, I, I thought said... this was a hidden photo. Oh no, no, it's out there. It's out there. That's a reminder. That's a okay. constant reminder to never cold switch or not never cold switch. But I'm never, you know, I'm trying to bring my authentic self to work as much as possible. You know, yeah, so if it's having my beard, yeah, yeah. you know, all, all of the interviews I've had since then, I've always had my beard. Like, it is what it is. Never going baby face. But that was no, going to a financial a services is... company. Yeah. yeah we'll Facial you... hair, though, for men yeah. is, is an issue. Around that time? Is? Almost oh. equivalent. Yeah. Yeah, around yeah, like 2014, 2013, around that time frame. Yeah, like even even um, speaking to um, a few uh, black men that were working at that organization before I started, just you know, just y'all, y'all know me. I know a bunch of people, so I was able to talk to them, and they said like, "Yeah, take take the, all of this off, you know, tattoos. Make sure you got them covered and everything, all of that stuff, you know." So I I yeah. understand the tattoos, but I feel like if the facial hair is clean and it's well groomed, then it shouldn't really but again, oh, I could clearly oh, be listen, blind to the shit. Once I once I got in there, once I got in there and I saw like other people that was oh yeah, no, I grew it back out. Like it was it was a wrap. I'm not going baby face again. So yeah. I guess it depends on like where you are. Like if you're client facing, they want you to be clean cut to represent the company in the best yeah. ability. I wasn't meeting clients in person. Like I was talking all my clients were over the phone. So it's like for what? Like why why am I going baby face? You know? So uh so yeah, that was like, you know, the the, the cold yeah. switching extent that I had to go through and I, you know, still going through it, uh, you know, today, but I feel like it's, it's, it's toned down. You know what I mean? It's not completely cold switching. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a way to navigate the workspace. Uh, and and it's almost a, if you go back in time, like history wise, it's a historical reason why we had the cold switch. And so it's almost like in our Mm -hmm. DNA, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you, you had to, dumb yourself down even though you was reading you know the enslaved people back in the day like they were probably Mm -hmm. learning to read and writing and things like that but you know once the 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 colonizers came around they act like they didn't know what to do or what hey it is what it is so it's it's definitely a historical significance to this this code switching um theory so yeah so do we have any advice for people who are young black professionals that are coming into the workplace? Do we do we think it's necessary to code switch? Would we tell them, please code switch? Or are we saying, mm. go ahead and just be your best self? Nah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I will say, know your environment first. Um, so I don't, I'm not going to say code switch, like, entirely. Like, I... To your your point, you you kind of said it best earlier. There's a certain percentage, right? Um, and I'm not saying don't be yourself. Absolutely be yourself, but also understand that this is an environment where someone can take something that you do, and it's really just who you are, and they can take it and use it against you, or they can take it and say, "Oh well, I felt this type of way from this comment," right? So it's more so 
and I hate to say it's cold switching, but it's more so looking out for yourself, right? Because at the end of the day, I mean, just the same way that they just act, I mean, me personally, I would just act like I don't know what you're talking about because there's nothing wrong with it the same way they say, you know, oh, I didn't know when it comes to, oh, can I touch your hair? No, you can't touch my hair. Mm. Don't touch my hair. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> or, oh, your hair wow. looks nice today because now it's it's straight, right? Versus curly, you know, you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I would say kind of know the environment that you're walking into. Things, times are definitely different. Like, I know we talked about it on, the, uh, on one episode where I said I probably would never wear braids in the beginning. I would never wear braids to an interview. But now I feel a little bit more, even though I was a little unsure, I felt more comfortable walking into you know the interview with braids um mm-hmm. but nowadays like i said there is it's not as bad as it was back in our days uh but i i would just recommend knowing your environment kind of like you know like clayton said if you know someone like go on linkedin see who like has mutual connections with someone that works for that company or you know kind of reach out to your network hey do you know someone that works for this company. Do you, you know, do you mind speaking with me regarding the culture and the company? And then that way, you know, or even if you can't, you don't know a mutual like person, just kind of go on Instagram, go see like who's tagging what, you know, kind of do your little investigation, you know, do a little, mm-hmm. a little social investigation, see what's going on. Um, but just, you know, making sure that you know what to prepare for, because one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to not be yourself hundred percent of the time because then that's when you're going to feel burnt out you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to feel like you don't fit into that workspace so um i do recommend it but i also don't to a certain extent because you know you have to feel comfortable in your environment um yeah i mean i wouldn't tell them that i went out drinking with my friends like you know we went out had some drinks i would never say that but um it's cool when they do it exactly okay so that's what I mean about the code switching part that I do agree with it, it is stuff like that, right? Like, oh, what did you do this weekend? That's the, oh my God, that's the question they love. At, what did you do this weekend? Oh, no, I just read a book. Nothing. They'd be like, you didn't Nothing. do anything? Mind you. Sure didn't. <laughs> mind, you, mind you, you probably had a, uh, what, a Travis Scott concert or something like that. Mosh yep. and who knows? I don't know. You and go, they would never know. Nope. Yep. <laughs> nope. Ever. Yeah, but you do got to know your 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 environment, your team, and everything too. Like, my team is is not diverse at all, but they're older as well. Um, a couple of them are maybe like ten, they got like ten years on me, whatever the case may be. But they're pretty. I'm not gonna say hip, but they're aware of like what's going on in like music and pop culture and things like that. So I almost got offended, <laughs> like uh, probably a couple weeks ago. Um, I was in some meeting and uh, somebody referenced like OPP or something like that. So they said, Clayton, you probably don't even know what uh, OPP means, huh? So, but look, but when they said it, right, I had to remember their age range in every, no, no, hear, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. The reason why they mentioned OPP is because it was an acronym for something work-related or whatever. And then they said, oh, you down with OPP? And someone else commented like, yeah, you know me. So then he looked at me. Was like, "Oh, Clay, you probably don't even know what that means, do you?" So at first, like it, it almost it was almost like, um, what's the name of that? It was almost like Rain Man. I saw all of these calculations and shit pop in my head. Like, was this racist? Was this not racist? What the hell is what do they mean? I don't know what it is. Should I know what it is? Do y'all think I know what it is? Like all of that popped in my head. But then I remembered that 
that they grew up with naughty by nature in their age so it wasn't like a black thing and they looked at me or whatever and was like oh mm-hmm. like clay you know what opp is you down with them okay all right so all of that so going back to tania to your point with stress and all this is what happens on a regular basis with me at least mm-hmm. you know like i always got a pinpoint like do i need to say something here did they really mean it by this or are they just having a conversation like this shit is real this really happens <laughs> but do they really know what OPP is? <laughs> probably just from the song itself. That's probably what it that's is. That's it. Because that was a hit song. Okay. Because so. I'm like, that's not a work appropriate terminology <laughs> to be using at any point. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 It's not. But like I said, that's the team. There's a lot of inappropriate shit that goes down uh, that's said. <laughs> with, with, my, with the team, but uh, listen, you know, I'm, as long as I'm not offended, I'm good. Or they don't yeah, offend it's someone yet. else, and they and they've been here for years too. So I'm working with people that's been here like 10, 15 plus years together, like came in together, and they know families and all of that stuff. So, like I said, it's it's the environment. They're, I've heard of other yeah, just don't go on no trips. Environment, so. <laughs> I mean, it's too don't late go for no that. trips. Well, yeah. Don't right. do it again. They took him to they Lake took, Lanier. Right, they took his ass to Lake Lanier. C- come on now. You should have known come right on, then. Come on, Clay, come on that. now. If I would have known all of this, I would have said, sir, no, you're not going. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Well, appreciate y'all. Thanks for discussing code switching. Because it's real. So, yeah, do what it's y'all got to do and in a session, just... session environment. It's not just. I think you. Now y'all can. We can cut this out if this don't make sense. But I think it's. It's not just necessarily like who. Like who you are. It can be like your age too. Like code switching with different like age groups. Because I know for a fact, I keep my mouth shut on certain things with older people. You know. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, no, it's just yeah, a lot. Facts. It's it's. You know, it, it might to your point. I know, like, all, our experiences are more so like could be, you know, because we're black, but it also could be because we're young, black, educated, and it's like, oh, like there's this this need to. I don't want to say a need to like challenge us, but I be I be feeling like people be challenging me. Do y'all feel like that? Or maybe it's just me. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. I thought I was crazy. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. They want to make sure that, that they're getting what they paying for, you know. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Okay, cool. Okay, because I was like, why do I feel like I'll be getting challenged? Like, I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, Auntie Auntie Tabitha, Miss Tabitha Brown definitely talks about her experience with cold switching. So we'll be sure to share that as well. Uh, via YouTube, but she had a really good um, perspective and story about that. So, got to learn from Auntie Tad. Yeah, Auntie Tad. Well, hopefully y'all uh, y'all learned something about code switching today. <laughs> you learned about HeLa cells. We came we came with a we, lot we today. Came, we came with the, we came with the heat today. I ain't gonna I ain't even gonna hold y'all. We did. We came with the heat. <laughs> Speaking with the heat. <laughs> yeah, definitely appreciate. Y'all learned another y'all. Philly term, bull. 
Oh, I got plenty. Bull, we, got, we got plenty. We got plenty in the tuck. Bull. There we go. Bull. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm saying it right. I feel like I'm saying bull. It's bull. Bull. <laughs> bull. I don't, bull. I don't pronounce the L. <laughs> I don't pronounce my L. What is bull? Bull. <laughs> bull. <laughs> it's like she's about to say bullion or something. Bull. I'm confused. Bull. <laughs> if y'all could see my face, bull. Bull. Yeah, I know y'all gonna put this clip up. Bull. Yes. <laughs> I just knew it. I be setting myself up, y'all. <laughs> bull. Yes. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. We gonna we gotta leave now before Tania says it again and then it's completely I'm wrong. Not, I'm a, and I'm gonna mess it up. I ain't saying it again. I'm done. That's a word Thanks. I'll probably never use again. I, I've never said that word. You will. Like, You'll use it. Well, no. Yeah, you probably... Yeah, I haven't heard... I might say John, but... Did I say that right? John? John. See, if I keep saying it, I mess it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. You didn't. It's cool. Philly John. It's right. John. It's all right. Yeah, go ahead. All right, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> bye. We love y'all. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Until next time. Until next Until time. Until next week. <laughs> Oh, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Tokens Podcast. Please remember to take our poll, give us feedback, and subscribe. You can also support us by becoming a paid subscriber through Spotify. We'll see you next week.